Tell me about the ways we don't care. <laughs> How do I show you I'm ignoring you? Let me count the ways. How do we don't care? Last week was our top story. It was a, an attack on water districts coming out of a wrong. And why was it succeeding? Because a default password that shipped with one of the systems hadn't been changed by the technical folks at the water district. Okay. I don't want to throw around words like criminal, but this is, oh my God, this is, don't you care? Last spring, Microsoft and I patched a book. This week is Patch Tuesday. Every second Tuesday of every month, we got updates, right? Last spring, there was an update. Russian intelligence is hacking systems today, today, because those outlook systems weren't, haven't been patched. What, six months later, what are you waiting for? And as if that worked bad enough, though, th this company should be on the hall of shame. So you got a company, Digital Communications Technologies, they make software that trucking fleets use to control their fleets of trucks. Kind of critical. You might have a thousand yeah. trucks on the road. Quote, a major vulnerability has gone ignored by the vendor for months. One that could allow hackers to manipulate a fleet of vehicles all at once, including the possibility of shutting them down. Now, don't you think there's a responsibility to the public good, if not to your own profits. What's oh. this company going to do? Wait until they get sued? Now that you mentioned it, yes. A lot of good that's going to do our economy, Julie. I know, right? I yeah. Know. Those are some serious ways that we don't care. And there that's are right. also serious effects, not just on the one business or the one vendor, but on the public good. And so it is shocking mm -hmm. to me, it, it, even as we talk about these outlook patches, how are these not shoved through without any choice on the, it should not be my choice to update Chrome. It should mm -hmm. never be my choice to update security mm -hmm. patches on Windows. Why yeah. are we leaving it up to the user? Oh, because we also, nobody cares about writing secure software. Oh, how fast can we do it? How cheap can we do it? Become the mantras. Yeah. Not how good can we do it? So we write shitty software. I, I started in this industry 40 years ago on the software engineering side. How do we write good software? And we know how to do it. But the pressures of time and money and competitive stuff and all of that gets in the way. 40 years ago, it's the commercial industry. It was acceptable because we needed to get technology out. We all benefit from that. But those days are long gone. This is not the 1980s and the 1990s. This is now, there are cyber criminals on every IP address in the, in, in the world. Yeah. We got to do better. But as an organization, Secure the Village is here to help people see why they should care. And yeah. to try to instill this need and this urgency around caring yeah. because of the effects that this mm -hmm. is as a pull through to and upon the community. And so, yeah. but we have such a problem in cybersecurity. It's a 
big problem that I would ask, do we care if we're not doing the work of building a bridge between what we know in cybersecurity and to people that need it? Yeah. And I yeah. have to ask myself that question. Do I care? In, absolutely. To go be the choir inside of the places that actually need to hear this. Yeah. No, but that's what you say is absolutely right. And, and history bears that out. Yeah. You have to go walk among the people, so to speak. Yeah. And as I learned very early on in my consulting career from a, a fabulous business development manager, those are the moments of truth. One-on-one, yeah. -on -one, you're sitting with somebody, you're having a conversation, or maybe we can broadcast it out one to many, but each of us has to have that kind of conversion spot where we didn't care before, but now we care. We understand, we see the danger. Colonial Pipeline shuts down gasoline delivery on the East Coast for how long was that? Los Angeles, where I am, we estimate every the cost of cybercrime to every resident here in Los Angeles is $12,000 a year. Yep. Yeah. What I do know is that the people around us, if we in cybersecurity just said, each of us, each one, we're going to reach one, that just even that one thing. And then we ask them to yeah. go reach one and we tell them a story that they can't unhear. But otherwise, we, all it is is too late. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and that's the question, I think, Julie, is are, are we going to have a true disaster? What kind of a disaster would that look like? But the, one of the things that most concerns yeah. me is more in the intersection of like traffic lights and terrorist attacks and yes. things like that. That's more yes. in the domain of the city. What we're facing with our businesses is more, particularly the small businesses that we work with, it's the pain, the loss for them, for their employees. Uh, the jewelry store, third generation, goes out of business because cyber criminals take money out of their bank account. Yes. The widow so or widower that falls victim to a romance scam and loses yeah. every penny out of their bank account to that. And with the emotional devastation, we've seen suicides resulting yeah. from that. It's Without um, a doubt. How do we raise the subject? We're doing it in Secure the Village as best we know how. We've got our pilot program. We're working diligently with small businesses, nonprofits, IT service providers, and so on. We're making a difference there. But the opportunity yeah. for the podcast that I see is beyond just the, oh, we're doing this, we're doing this, we're doing this. It's, it's like building something deeper than that, getting, building a movement where people actually care. How do we help the people who can help them care? Yeah. yeah. How do we go to you know, the, the loose connections? That's what Indeed. we have to talk about. That's what we got to build a momentum towards, Julie. I think that's just, and, and such an opportunity as well. Yeah. I love also this new webinar that we do as a service to... Yeah go and bring the awareness to people that we feel like might care pretty well next. Mm -hmm. And that is, mm -hmm. if you work and have clients in a service-based business revolving around money, investments, yeah. tax, like any of these things, let us know. We would love to yeah. bring some learning to you 
and to your clients because they care. Mm -hmm. They don't know how much they care yet, but we can show them in just a 90 minute presentation exactly what to do to protect themselves. And that we know that you care about too. So we would love to be able to bring that to you and reach out and let us know if you'd like us to come and do that for you. But otherwise, Mm -hmm. we definitely care. We're glad that you're here. We want to make sure that you listening to this have a chance to go and take your care, this care that you have, and to deploy that on your insights into the community. Please do share this podcast and rate and subscribe and do all the things that you know to do with podcasts because every time you do, it makes a difference. And make sure you follow us on LinkedIn where we show up a lot with other ways that you care and get involved. Let's go have a, have an impact, make a difference. So see you next week, Julie. Thank you so much as always.